Hey Lee, welcome to today's podcast episode. We're going to hop right into it. And normally I would put something like this inside of one of my programs, but I wanted to put it here in the podcast because I know that so many people are lost and confused and they're not sure what's going on and it's leading to um, valid fear, but unnecessary stress. And I want you to be in a space where you can make very conscious decisions um, based on faith and build your confidence that's going to help to take your life and your career to the next level. Now, there's so much going on in the world. I mean, just in the last two weeks, so many things have been crumbling and shifting and pivoting into a new season. So I'm just going to do a little bit of a recap just so I can bring you up to speed in case you haven't listened to those episodes. I still recommend that you listen to them because they did go in depth. But for this episode, I just want to bring you up to speed before we get into um, just some future things for you to think about. As always, if you have never taken any of my programs, I want you to understand that critical thinking is absolutely key for you. All right. No matter what I say to you, um, this is not legal advice. This is also not financial advice. And you're going to have to critically look at your situation and look at the needs of your business, the needs of your clients, and properly be able to um, use deductive reasoning to be able to make conscious decisions for your business. Okay. So make sure that you are critically thinking when you are doing that. Now, I did a podcast. Actually, no, I did a post on Instagram where I talked about um, I'm so thankful for the service industry being a recession-proof industry. And it doesn't matter how much AI or uh, technologically advanced we become, nothing can replace critical thinking and the ability to provide human touch. Those two things are going to always be in demand because people are noticing that with AI, they still want to talk to someone. They still want the human touch. They still want to be connected to people. And they also want to be able to uh, critically be able to make decisions. A lot of people are not able to do that because of course, you know, with our education system, it's study this, take the test, get the right answer. But it's not really a one answer type of thing in the real world. You have to be prepared that it could be A and B, right? It could be none depending on the market and depending on the things that are happening around you. Now, Envision 2022, that was my first dive into publicly doing business forecasting. And I filmed that in September of 2021. And something was just calling me to do that because I've always been a person that loves to look at consumer trends. I love to look at market updates and um, solely from the quarantine of 2020, um, that was when I fully put my muscle into business forecasting. And once we opened three months later, so we closed in March of 2020, we opened around May, June of 2020. By the time three months later hit in quarter three, we were seeing so many students that were hitting their first time ever five figure months. And it was just so amazing to see, okay, they are actually following the plan. They've nurtured their 
clientele and they were able to open and everything that they felt was lost was restored. So the following year in September 2021 was when I went ahead and filmed Vision 2022. In Vision 2022, I talked about the structures of education and business and how those two structures were going to be changing for the good, but how you were going to notice that there was going to be a fall before these things happen. In a business sense, it was no longer going to be um, manager to employee or going to college to get a degree to be promised some sort of higher paying job. It was mostly going to be experience, right? It was mostly going to be in the business gate where people are more open to hiring consultants to handle small projects or hiring coaches to help them to get through a season or to um, really learn how to run their businesses versus people having this large expense of payroll and even large expenses of office space. And for myself, um, I made all of my office team virtual and that was one of the best things that I ever did because it allowed more square footage for the actual in-person things that needed to be provided. And when you're thinking about the cost and the expenses of payroll, instead of you having this big, 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 you know, space of, you know, 10,000 plus square feet with offices everywhere, people are able to work in their own homes, in their own offices, in their own environments and they're able to work less hours and get more done. So you're definitely going to see more of a shift towards the four-day work week. Many estheticians and other service professionals are already doing four-day work weeks, already making more, working less. So that model is sustainable, and you're going to see that happen a little more as well. When it comes to the education side, um, the concept of going to college, getting a degree, and then turning around and... Um, being promised a job or, you know, that piece of paper just being extremely important. Well, those days are changing. Now, yes, you still need a license to practice a lot of different things on the public, and that helps with the safety and security. Um, but degrees are not going to be as potent as they were before. Now, you are going to notice that colleges are going to make some shifts, and colleges are businesses, so they're going to make some shifts that are going to um, be marketable to help people with whatever career that they want to go down. But you're also going to notice that a lot of programs are going to shy away from the whole financial aid concept. And as someone who opened their own school, I would say that when it comes to financial aid, um, financial aid is a double-edged sword. There's so many things to financial aid. For example... If you get financial aid, there are some percentages and things that the school has to abide by. So if you are a piss poor student, if you cause problems, if you are failing your test, the school might keep you there solely because they want to get the money and they will find a way to just get you graduated and you go take your license. And if you fail, then that's on you, right? Um, there's also a percentage where, you know, uh, people have to pay those loans back. So if you have students that are defaulting on their loans, then that's going to affect the school. And so you may have noticed in your school that the diversity percentages were off. It wasn't so many of a certain ethnicity in your classroom. And 
like, let's be real when it comes to certain ethnicities, um, you kind of want to lean the numbers in your favor so that you can guarantee that that end percentage can still be a little higher. So if you don't get what I'm saying, we just going to move on. <laughs> we just going to move on from there. I will say with having a school, um, I've made the decision and, and I've had some decisions made for me, but I realized that when it comes to initial schooling to get your license, honestly, I feel like um, people should just go to different schools, have their own experience and sit and learn what they need to learn. And then after they get their license, then they can come into um, one of my school programs to learn more on the graduate sense. Um, but after having my own experience with that, I've realized that going from a person straight off the street, becoming a licensed professional, I have found that people need to go through that school process because I feel that that school process builds some sort of hunger in people. I think when you make it too easy, for example, someone, you know, fresh off the street, no license, coming and learning from someone like me, um, it's a lot of things that have to be learned, emotional intelligence, mental health. Um, respecting authority and just being able to sit and be a student, right? And so in the next couple of years, we might see some shifts on the educational front for um, the trade industries. But as far as college, hey, it's a business. So they're going to make their shifts accordingly. Now, as we moved from Vision 2022 into Vision 2023, the concept of Vision 2023, which is the year we're in now, the concept was that once you get your license, really focus on building a personal brand and a business brand. Personal brand and a business brand. Um, there's many reasons why, uh, but a few of those reasons are your business brand. Let's say you build your clientele. Well, you have a clientele that you can tap into no matter what business you do because you provide a service. So if you're a baker and you have a baking clientele and you decide that you want to go to school to learn how to be a chef or you want to go and become a real estate agent, well, now you have a client list that trust you for a previous service and you can just simply present to them your new service or present to them um, resources that can assist them, right? Your network and your clientele are similar. So your network can be beyond clientele, but your client base, those people have already purchased from you. And if you offer another service, that's a list of people that you can contact and let them know, hey, um, I have a new service that I'm offering. If you're interested, let me know. One example is um, actually one of the car salesmen that I went through. He actually moved into mortgage lending. And when he moved over, he just simply updated everyone to let them know, hey, everyone, I have left the car industry and I am moving into mortgages and real estate. So if you are looking to do that, let me know. And that's a perfect segue because he's already provided a service. He's already provided a service that's paperwork heavy. Now he's moving into a different one. And most people have cars and homes. So it's a win-win. Are people going to fall off? Absolutely. But at least you're not starting from absolute scratch. 
Now, when it comes to Vision 2023 on the personal side, this is where you got to build your power. And I actually realized this very, very recently that when you are building your power, that that also means that you have to develop yourself mentally, emotionally. You have to prepare for any time you have to make a transition from a business. Now, here's the thing. Some people are not going to like your power. When you're building a personal brand and a business brand at the same time, some people may not like that power. Case in point, Cardi B, she started off with reality shows and being a dancer. But when Cardi B became Cardi B, she now has different businesses, which are like her whip shots. Um, She has the TV, entertainment, still rapping. But at the same time, if Cardi B was to put all those businesses down today, Cardi B is still Cardi B. When it comes to Rihanna, Rihanna showed us clearly that Rihanna has her personal brand, but Rihanna also has Fenty perfumes, Fenty um, sunglasses, Fenty shoes, Fenty um, skincare, Fenty makeup. She still has music, right? And she's able to interconnect all of those things to be a part of her personal brand. But at the end of the day, if Rihanna decided to sell those businesses and sell those companies, she's still Rihanna. She's still known as Rihanna and she's still building her personal brand. So from a business sense, you got to make sure that when you look at yourself on the personal brand side, that you treat your personal as a business. And that means studying your life. And there is an episode for that. When you study your life, you know what your quote unquote rider looks like. If you're not familiar with a rider, a rider is basically like that list that you need whenever you're traveling or touring. So for you, when you're working or when you're getting up every day and you're tapping into your personal brand, what do you need to be you? For me, I need to have my hazelnut creamer with my coffee. For me, I love to have Arm & Hammer toothpaste. For me, I love a certain type of body wash. For me, I like a certain type of clothing and I like to have certain outfits, not necessarily organized like tops, bottoms, etc. But I liked my closet to be organized by what I'm doing. So I have my work outfits, my travel outfits, my lounge outfits, you know, my going out date night. I have all of my things organized that way. So for you, what are those things that make you you? Because those are the things that you're going to use to help make your personal brand more powerful. From a mental health perspective, what do you need? For me, my schedule is everything. So with having that, I also incorporate a lot of rest time because I know my energy. I know my human design. And I also know my astrological calendar. So for me, I'm making sure that my schedule is always moving in support of me because if I go down personally in terms of I can't work or I'm sick, I want to make sure that that doesn't affect my businesses. So when you separate those two, you're building an even more powerful thing. I would say something to consider is that, um, especially if you're a minority, sometimes when you're building something that powerful, you might have a person that feels jealous of that success. So for you, boundaries are going to be extremely key so that you stay away from people who are not yet at the level of enlightenment that you are. And you have to understand that it's really not personal. It's just something in them that they don't like to see um, 
just how much you're you're moving along. Okay. And I want to make sure I say that because when you make a decision to grow, you may find that in 30 to 60 days, your income triples and you got to be prepared for what that may trigger in other people. Now, it's not your responsibility to um, deal with their emotions or try to control their emotions, but you want to make sure that you have your mental health and your emotional health in check so that you make sure that you don't take it personal and you can keep it moving. Okay. Now, we know as we're updated that the uh, major banks have collapsed. There's a current bank run going on. People are talking about a possible depression happening. And the last one was in 1929. And we're also seeing that um, on the sense of apps, there's a current TikTok ban that is being discussed. Now, here's the thing. We don't own any of these platforms and we don't own the internet. So the best thing that you can do is find ways to get into your customers' homes and get into their hearts. And now, while we still have access to the internet, of course, you can have, you know, um, different spaces where your clients can feel safe, which is your social media page, right? That's where you're engaging and you're nurturing and you're communicating with them. But I would also say consider how can you get into their into their homes and into their hearts? So what I've seen is I've seen um, people that offer limited edition items and they sell them for a really inexpensive price and your clients are able to purchase that and that item is in their home. For me, that's supplements because I want my clients to have amazing gut health and I want them to have amazing health and I want them to be able to treat that as a daily ritual. So for them, they know that I'm their wellness plug and they need their vitamins. For you, it might be candles. It might be, um, you know, a book. It might be a robe, something that they can put in their home so that it's like a soft touch and it's something that they already use. It could be slippers, right? Um, it could be a headband. It could be, you know, um, just think of different things that that are actual tangible things that they're actually going to use. And those things can be inexpensive. And when I say inexpensive, I mean $75 or less. So I'm talking about a two-digit costing item. Now, another thing when it comes to TikTok is TikTok has an amazing algorithm. And I think that's also one reason why they're looking to ban TikTok. So for you, I would say if you're going to take advantage of TikTok before something possibly happens, again, business world happens so fast that it's a possible, right? They could say they're going to ban it today and then people could fight it. And by next week, they lift the ban. So you could double down on making sure that in the first three seconds of your content, you're getting right to the fluff and or you're getting right to the meat and cutting the fluff. And then you're going right into your message. So for me, if I'm talking to high level professionals and one thing I've noticed lately is that um, high level professionals feel survivor's guilt. The first thing I would say is, so we're going to cut the survival's guilt right now. Then I move into, if you're a high-level professional and you're experiencing survivor's guilt, we need to talk about this. And I'm walking them through my experience of survivor's guilt, what happened, what I learned from it. And all in all, consider that it is okay to 
make sure you're good before you try to help other people. You don't have to feel obligated to bring people along, right? So when you look at your content, whatever your service is that you provide, really speak to that. If you're a real estate agent and you're talking about selling a home, it's like recession coming. Is this a good time to sell a home, right? And then boom, it's hitting them immediately. Like, oh yeah, the recession is coming or oh, I've been thinking about that. Oh, I might want to sell my home, right? But I also want you to keep in mind that the world is very linear, but everybody lives a different world. So there are some people that live in a very defeated victim state of mind and world. Then there are other people that live in a very broken and broke state of world. There are other people that live in a very private, exclusive, wealthy world. There are other people that are like, this is a time to spend a lot of money because I'm about to take this and I'm about to ride this to become even more wealthier. So you have to understand that when you're talking to people that you need to make sure you're tapping into the right frequency and the right world. And I'm realizing that I am talking really fast right now because I absolutely love talking about consumer behavior, service, hospitality, and just business forecasting in general. But I really want you to get the gist of this because I don't want this episode to be too, too long. But I really just want you to know that when you're building your business, you have to think about not only the client that you have today, but who your client will be a year from now. So for me, I know that the clients that I have now, um, especially on a professional sense, the high level ones are looking to invest because they know that if they invest 10% of the income goal that they want to achieve, that they're going to receive that knowledge to get to where they need to go. I also know that there are some of my old um, clientele that have gone into a state of mind of fear. And so they're retracting, they're contracting, they're deciding not to spend money and they're deciding to just go into either my um, lower ticket containers or they're deciding to go and find other information because they might feel like they can't relate to my content anymore and that's them, right? But I will tell you that whenever the world is going into a sale, the wealthy are buying, all right? So if you were discounting before all this stuff was going on, your sales are not down. You've just always been available at a cheaper price. And so you have to look at your stock. When I look at my stock, my clients are buying. They are buying, buying, buying. My price, meaning, is the lowest it will ever be. And I really want you to like visualize a stock. When stocks are plummeting, then the price is low. And so when the price is low and other people are fearful, they're selling off, selling off, selling off, which is taking that stock even lower. But that leaves more room for the wealthy who are waiting to buy in because they know that this is the cheapest it will be. Because once it gets where it turns the other way in the favor, it's going to take off. And at that point, it will be at an asset level. So I really want you to just sit back and figure out where you are in your business and what your stock looks like for your clients. Because if you were at one price point and then you decided to just completely take everything onto a lower, 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 lower spend, really ask yourself why. Because if you were afraid and the cost of the world is going up and the cost of expenses are going up, 
you took a dip twice. You took your own price down and your natural cost started to go up. So you're taking another loss there. So I really want to encourage you to hold tight to where you are. Many professionals are moving into the luxury realm. Trust and believe if you don't want to go into luxury or premium, those are two different things. But if you don't want to go into luxury or premium, hold your price where it is. Really refrain from discounting and start building your client muscle to know that in the remainder of the year, they're probably going to get a Black Friday, a holiday and a Memorial Day. Other than that, there's not going to be any more discounts because the price you are today is the cheapest you will ever be. And I really hope you're grasping that because what we're noticing, especially in our in my membership program, I mean, literally one young lady spent two hundred and fifty dollars and she took her she doubled her income in a four month period and then she doubled it again. So it's like it's not the cost of the programs. We need to really start looking at what we're learning because once you grasp what you're learning and you implement that critical thinking piece of taking the meat of what applies to you and throwing away the bones of what does not, you're going to notice that your business and your life and your personal brand are going to elevate to the next level. Now, understanding that there's so many volatile things happening on the outside, the best thing you can do is to take this energy instead of worrying, instead of fearing, and instead of going into a lower frequency is to start really getting clear on who you are and where you want your life to be in the next year. Because if you're in Blueprint, I've already talked to you about Vision 2024. And I talked to you about how around August timeframe of 2024, we're going to notice a lift start to happen. And you're going to have to be prepared. And you don't need money to be prepared. I want to say this again. You don't need money to be prepared. No one has made money in 2024 just yet. So you have the capability to position yourself for where you want to be. If you want to be a million dollar professional next year, then this is a time to position yourself as someone with higher standards, someone with a qualification process, someone who is getting rid of things that are not aligned because you need to make space for the things that are. If you're afraid to raise your pricing, it has less to do with the price and more to do with being unclear of what your standard and messaging is. There are some things in your business that your clients are waiting on you to elevate. They are waiting on you to elevate yourself. They are waiting on you to elevate your authority. They are waiting on you to elevate your tone and your speech. And so if you're saying, yes, I want to have more in this next season, then that means that today, this is when you make that decision. This is when you hire the coach that you need to help you get there. This is when you remove those discounts. This is when you give yourself an opportunity and a chance. This is when you leverage all the social media platforms to figure out which one works best for you. For me, that is a podcast. And my next move more than likely will be taking my information and putting it on a tangible source so that it's available for my clients. And so you really got to figure out what do you need and what do your clients need in this next season? What life do you want to live in this next season? Where do you see yourself? Take that vision 
write it down and begin to build your career and your business around that. So that when this is all said and done, you can say that you not only have the life of your dreams, but you have the career and the business that supports that as well. I want to see you do great in this season. And if this podcast episode touched you or gave you some amazing insight, send me a DM on Instagram at I am Nina Hayes. And I look forward to seeing you take the